Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today's November 22nd, 2023, and this is episode 170. So I actually just recorded an episode for this week. Um, It was very astrology heavy because we have some transits happening, you know, on Thanksgiving and thereabouts, you know, uh, that are just, you know, some challenging uh, aspects happening. Uh, the sun is squaring Saturn on Thanksgiving, and two days later, Mars will be squaring Saturn. Um, and there's some other things going on, too, and I went into all of it, and it ended up being a pretty long episode, but it was it was definitely a downer. And <laughs> And again, I... I think it's important to, you know, uh, include all aspects of life. Clearly, we have a lot going on on the planet right now that is, uh, you know, most people would probably prefer not to look at and it doesn't do us any good. But, um, you know, as I kind of was listening back to what I recorded, I just thought, you know, I just don't want to publish this. It's you know, and maybe I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I, I wanted to, um, kind of put out a a lighter note actually. So, and you know, so not to leave you in the dark, if you're interested in the astrology, there's other podcasts out there that can go into that. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to bring forward a few things that, um, you know, can be helpful. And it can, you know, in a roundabout way address the challenges that may come up over the holiday. Um, and so one is, these are a couple of things that kind of revelations that came through for me the last couple of days. So with these squares to Saturn, right, just to to bring in thematically, we're talking about authority figures. So oftentimes that's our family, you know, our parents. Um, And squares are, you know, friction, challenging aspects. So instead of going into, you know, all of that, I'm just going to talk about, you know, how we can, how we can handle, um, you know, challenges yeah that are happening again these could this could be our boss as well you know this could be anybody in an authority position uh but this is i'm just going to give some tips on how to kind of roll through this in a in a positive way so the first is uh you know it, it's about the inner critic so if you understand, if you know much about the inner critic, that's an internalized voice from, usually from a parent uh, in our lives, uh, in our own head, where we become, you know, hypercritical of ourselves due to having had experienced that from um, someone outside of us who, you know, we didn't feel fully accepted by. And so that now we we can't, it's hard for us to fully accept ourselves. So we're constantly kind of 
criticizing ourselves and, you know, making, you know, reasons why we can't succeed and why we aren't good enough. And, uh, you know, the inner, the inner critic is very critical. And I, so when we're looking at Saturn and we're looking at squares to Saturn, we're looking at that energy, you know, of basically the externalized voice of this critic and, you know, not the inside voice, which, you know, we, we will walk away from having these interactions and we will internalize that voice, right? We will carry it forward, whether or not that person is with us or not. But then we also have, you know, the people outside of us who are making, um, who are making these comments or who are, you know, do make us feel like we aren't good enough, you know, because they project that energy onto us, right? They have that opinion of us. And um, from their own wounds, right? It's, it's not personal to us, but we get the brunt of it. So what I want us to think about uh, when it comes to our inner critic or our outer critics is that if we can get to a place where we don't have the energy to listen or even to consider these voices, like I want us to get so in touch with ourselves that that voice starts to, you know, it, it becomes like a little buzzing fly, right? Like we hardly even hear it. And maybe flies can be loud sometimes, but the idea is that we want to get to a point where that voice, it's like, it's just background noise, you know, like we, we don't have the energy for it anymore. And so if you can think of anybody in your life who does criticize you, including yourself, I want us to visualize ourselves not having the energy to pay attention to it. Like it just, it's like we're going so fast, we're just so focused, it's like, what? What is it? What's that noise in the background? Like, huh? Like, it just doesn't even, you know, phase us. So that's how I want us to deal with the critics in our lives, internal, external, is that we don't have the energy for it. We just, it's like, it's just boring. It's, uh, you know, distract, it's just a distraction. It's like we just can't even, we can't even anymore okay so that's number one we don't have the energy for the critics in our lives including our internal critic that's a number one point and that includes when it comes to the holidays someone's trying to control you someone's trying to you know i don't know do that thing again it's like you're just like huh what oh th that again like it just doesn't even phase you okay that's number one and number two, you know, along with this, but it's a little more granule, granular, is I want us to think about the fact that um, we, oh my God, it's slipping my mind. I just had this point. 
Just bear with me for a moment here. Okay, there it is. So usually what happens when we have, if somebody does criticize us or we criticize ourselves, what happens? We get emotionally involved, right? We get emotionally flooded, right? We have um, a flood of anxiety, of anger, of um, hurt, okay? These emotions will flood us. We feel anxious because like someone's attacking us, someone's attacking our character, someone doesn't like us, that makes us feel anxious. We feel angry, same reasons. It's like, what the heck? What the hell? You know, we're being attacked, we're being judged. That's, you know, makes us angry. And we feel hurt because, you know, oftentimes this comes at the hands of people that, you know, are supposed to love us unconditionally, quote unquote, (laughs) which is a very high ideal. But, um, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, is not, uh, does not happen that we're loved unconditionally, right? We, we get judged or we, you know, someone doesn't approve or whatever the thing is, and it's hurtful. So we feel emotionally flooded. And what happens when we get emotionally flooded is we can't see clearly. We are so, you know, wrought with, again, you know, the hormones, um, associated here, you know, cortisol is the anger, uh, you know, the hurt is just this horrible, empty feeling of just feeling betrayed and feeling, you know, abandoned and feeling, um, just, you know, gobsmacked, you know, by, you know, someone maybe, you know, we just expected uh, to treat us well, who doesn't, um, and this includes ourselves, right? When we're berating ourselves, when we're um, judging ourselves, we get emotionally flooded. It happens instantaneously, right? You want to do something and you notice that, you know, your inner critic voice is saying, no, you can't do that. You're not good enough. Or, um, you know, something bad is going to happen, you know? And you get flooded with fear. You get flooded with anger. You get flooded with hurt. So, again, the remedy here is to disengage and to detach from these emotional responses. And this is not to, again, not feel our emotions um, because, again, that's unhealthy to just, um, you know, bypass our emotions and then, you know, shut them down. It's different. It's different than shutting down our emotions what we want to do, if we can, you know, it's, again, this is, this is not always possible. Um, it just depends on how much, you know, emotionally work you've done, really. We want to rise above the emotions. We want to say to ourselves, okay, I just got hooked. I'm getting, my buttons are getting pushed. Um, I'm reactive. And we want to unhook ourselves rise above and say to ourselves, nobody has the power to wrangle me in this way. Nobody has the power to drag me down, to, you know, make me feel bad, basically. 
So if we notice we're getting flooded, we have to tell ourselves immediately we can't, not to take it personally and that we're not going to engage, you know? So the first one is we don't have the energy, can't even hear it. And this one is like, we, we're not going to engage. So this is when, you know, again, something's reaching for us and trying to get a reaction out of us and is maybe wants to play a game with us, you know, by getting us emotionally hooked. And we're just not going to play, right? No, like they're trying to pass you the ball and he's, nope, I'm not taking it. Okay, that's number two for tools this week. And number three is to treat all of life like a meditation. Again, this is the same idea as in number one and two, but it's kind of distilled in that whatever happens, we, are, we just breathe through it. We just notice and breathe, notice and breathe. We don't buy into it. We don't take it seriously. We don't give it energy. We don't engage. We just breathe and notice, breathe and notice. And again, you know, prerequisites for all this might be, again, doing some more personal work, doing more meditation. Um, again, having done some kind of sorting out of yourself will be helpful to be able to do these things. But there it is. So when things get heated or tough and, you know, we're in, getting into the holidays and again, these aspects uh, signify some challenges. Number one, we don't give it our energy. Number two, we don't engage. And number three, we just breathe and notice. Breathe and notice. And use it like a meditation. Right? Someone's trying to rope you into something. Just, you know, just, oh, that's interesting. Don't go there. So this can very much include removing yourselves from situations, um, you know, where, again, this kind of, all these experiences may come in an onslaught, right? Like, you don't, you don't want to put yourself in that position, so choose wisely. It's like that saying, choose your battles wisely. And that's all I'm going to say this week. <laughs> I just had put down a whole episode, but it was kind of just, it was a lot. It just felt like too much. So just wanted to keep it short, keep it simple. Those are my tools for going into the holiday week. I wish you the best as you disengage. <laughs> and keep your energy clean and and breathe through all the many experiences that that are ahead of us in every way. So if you want to reach out, um, you know, for any of the offerings I do, astrology, um, you know, it's really helpful to be able to look at your chart. And, you know, I, I think that astrology and life coaching are really um an interesting pair, you know, I feel very um, lucky, you know, to have this tool, the, both of these tools, you know, not all astrologers are life coaches, 
Um, not all life coaches are astrologers. <laughs> so it's quite an interesting way, you know, to engage with a chart, to see the patterns, and then to help uh, coach ourselves through these particular things that may come up. And you can see them right there in the chart, you know, so there's not a lot of guessing going on. And oftentimes all these things are subconscious to us, especially if we haven't done a lot of investigating into these areas of our lives, you know, we, we may not even be aware that they're happening, you know, um, although they're affecting us, but we don't have a handle on it. And I can get really granular with you, you know, looking at these patterns, looking at these dynamics. This is really, really what I focus on. Um, when you're looking at, uh, you know, aspects in a chart, it's all about dynamics, uh, you know, between planets, which play out in our relationships and in our uh, circumstances and experiences. So it's really handy, um, you know, to have these two skills. And so get in touch if you're interested in getting in there and trying to, you know, it's like a shortcut, you know, uh, to through some obstacles that you may be facing right now. And uh, I also work with the tarot, of course, and Yoga really is just about, um, the yoga sessions are about just alignment, living, alignment-based living. And uh, the wellness sessions I do, Ayurveda, uh, just helps you understand, um, you know, your lifestyle according to um, your dosha, uh, your, your elemental makeup, and the qualities that you possess, uh, hot, cold, uh, wet, dry, slow, quick. Okay, so we understand sort of these building blocks that make us up, and we can understand uh, what helps us and what hinders us. And it just—it's a very simple uh, roadmap to getting you through. Um, you know, seeing what wouldn't wouldn't be good for you and what would be actually helpful uh, for you to include or exclude in your daily living, not just uh, nutrition-wise, but also in your rhythms, your routine, etc. So happy to to look into that with you. So thank you for listening. It's uh, again, wishing you a good holiday week this week and uh, best of luck as you sail through all the obstacles. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>